Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else is watching, to... Shut up. Scuffed Stuff, episode four, with John, once more. John, stop laughing. I'll slap you. Ladies and gentlemen, whoever's there. Oh, okay. The other 54 genders. Alrighty, let's go. Yup. Alright, so, what we're going to be talking today, because I wanted a topic, is Vladimir the Impaler, the one Tsar of Russia, or king, or whatever it was. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Just, it's your turn, John. You, Vla Mr. Vlad the Impaler, also known as the bassist for Dracula, uh, was born in uh, Wallachia, which is modern-day Romania, back in, I believe, the 1400s. Yes, uh, yes, uh, 1400s. Very famous, obviously known for impaling over, I believe, the current numbers over 10,000 Ottoman soldiers onto spikes as a protest against the Ottoman rule in Romania, since Ottomans from Turkey managed to expand all the way as far as Hungary. That's that's also another pretty scuffed up thing, my friend. Yes, it is. I mean, I, I, like, let's imagine that real quick. Oh yeah, I'm going to protest you, you know bumping up our taxes by murdering thousands of your soldiers. It was a full-on rebellion, I should mention. It was a full-on rebellion, which eventually led to the independence, I believe, of Wallachia. 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 Wallachia, how do you say it? Yeah, but um, the survivors of the Ottoman army that was sent, he impaled. And the Ottoman diplomats that came uh, the months after to negotiate a peace with uh, Vladimir, uh, he was eating bread dipped in the blood of several Ottoman soldiers and was drinking it, thus inspiring Bram Stoker's Dracula. That, Which, that, that in itself is a whole other wonderful story. I'm going to go ahead and guess that he got some sort of HIV or AIDS seeing as how scuffed up and diseased people were. I, I, believe, I can't remember how long he actually lived. To be honest, I think you. I, th I think you only live for like uh, about tw like 20, 30 years. I mean, I hope you would if you started oh. eating and drinking people, which is oh. it's pretty cannibalistic. Oh wait, no. Yes, I remember. He was born around fourteen thirty and died fourteen seventy. So uh, only very, very long and loving life of ruling his country. Oh yes, ruling his country for five years. Uh, I think he ruled it for like about ten, twenty years. For fourteen twenty to fourteen seventy. That's a very that's a very fair point, but mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm, yeah, and fun fact about impaling: it's very slow. It's very painful. On average, the person dies after ten to twenty hours of being first impaled and Ow. left up. I don't like that. That is very much. No. It's positioned in between, obviously the legs, but not. But goes through the pelvis instead. Slowly, and I emphasize slowly. And they, they have guards around to make sure that it's slow, so that way you don't just rush out or try to get hoist yourself up. It just slowly goes down while your fluids and all of the blood starts pouring down. And again, that's about 10 to 20 hours on average. Obviously, people have done it shorter. People have had it longer. The longest was about a couple of days. Oh, my God. But again, average person, 10 to 20 hours of uh, inhaling. You see, who would think of that 
And why would I get why they would do that? It's, it's the medieval times. I've heard of way worse torture methods. You want me to list a couple? I've heard of being stepped on by elephants. That's pretty scuffed. Uh, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, but there was one really simple one, really effective. All it involved was a torch, a cup, and a rat. I don't trust that. Yeah. Uh, the rat would be starved for a couple of days, okay. and it would be placed into a metal cup. The metal cup will be placed onto the uh, subject's abdomen. Oh. The torch would be applied to heat, so that way the rat would start freaking out. Since it would start for a couple of days, it would start digging into the person, thus eventually coming out one end or the other. I can see why that is also one of the worst <laughs> scuffing ways. I can't remember how long that takes. I think it's like an hour or so for the, until the person actually passes out from pain. But that, uh, there's the, uh, there's the, there's the wheel, there's the wheel where a person's limbs would be hoisted up to a wheel, like, yep. stripped on a massive wheel, and then the limbs, limbs would be broken off. Well, they would be broke with a, a sledgehammer and would spin rapidly and it would, like, add to the pain. Um, there was obviously the classic, the rack, where the person would be stretched out slowly over a spam over a few hours. And then finally until... Yep. Um, oh, there was the... I believe it was called the pyramid or something like that. I can't remember, but person be, like struck up with like their hands and knee with like their hands and feet like in a certain position where they would be slowly lowered um, astros onto a uh, stone pillar of sorts or stone uh, pyramid very pointy very at the end of it and it would slowly go into them Ooh. Like, slowly slowly I... lowered and then there was there was one that had to do with weights, but I'm, I think it was sim similar purpose to the rack, was it? Yeah, very similar pur purpose to the rack, only you would be lifted up with, like, a ton, literally, like, a ton of weights under your foot. So you wouldn't, your feet wouldn't move, but your body would be slowly raised, eventually ripping you in half. I've, I've got two things. Mm -hmm. One, John. Mm -hmm. Are you immortal? Is that how you have such in-depth knowledge of this? <laughs> uh, no, I just, um... You see, I, I, I like to play a lot of history games and also research a lot of historical stuff. And torture was, uh, went through a very dark time, let's just say, in the 8th and freshman year. So I, I did divulge myself in a lot of the darker history subjects, such as... Dark medieval, magic. Such as dark magic and, <laughs> and uh, medieval torture devices. And also I played Amnesia the Dark Descent, so... Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah. Second... A, lot, a lot of those from Amnesia's Dark Descent were, in fact, actors. All of them were, in fact, actual torture methods. Iron Maiden, ooh-ooh. Iron Maiden, they actually pretty sure they believe that it was a, um, like, it was just like a prank made by historical uh, archaeologists. Or not, not a prank, but like an <laughs> attempt to get rich, because like, or at least their guess, because they found a whole bunch of metal spikes, even though the room was under construction when they uh, un undermined it, where they mined it out, then the Iron Maiden was there, so they thought, okay, let's put these, just just glue these into the Maiden, and boom, Bob's your uncle, they have this have a medieval torture device. Wow! Might have been the case, we don't know for sure, but it highly assumed. But, again, we don't know for sure. Right. Iron Maiden itself, supposed to be, a person would go in, they would seal it, and then the, the spikes, in fact, would not puncture any major organs, but would puncture like smaller arteries and yeah. such, Jeez. so that way the person would bleed out over the course of several hours. Painful acupuncture. Mm -hmm. I believe one of them was supposed to go into the eye. Ooh. 
I believe one of them is supposed to go into the eye, several into the shoulder, a few in the gut, and two, you know, like, like, three in the legs, like, one in the groin, stuff like that. Second thing, should I change this podcast genre to horror? May I mean... Yeah, sure. I mean, might as well. Oh, boy. That's going to be great. <laughs> horror, maybe. I don't know. But, like, the horrors of the past? I don't know. Let's let's go back to Wallachia and make it funny and not it's too that, spooky. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> go back to Wallachia. Okay, we're changing subject. Well, since we're speaking of Ro- Wallachia and, like, Romania, obviously to doing with vampires. Ooh. And um, the modern vampires obviously change quite a lot from Bram Stoker's Dracula, which like the more noble more gentleman like and uh, a lot of weird powers weird but weird weaknesses as well such as garlic yes where in fact the only reason why their weakness is garlic is because the vampire senses cannot take the smell it's not that they're allergic to it it's just that this they can't take the smell of it it overpowers them it overpowers them yes Hmm. uh the reason why they can't see themselves in mirrors at least back in the day is because they used to line the back of it with silver Back of mirrors was silver, and so was silver being kind of holy, with mm-hmm. his, with uh, holy representatives such as Judas trading, uh, Judas uh, trading the life of Jesus for I believe it was thirteen, was it thirteen pieces of silver? Yeah, thirteen pieces of silver. So it had thirteen disciples. Curse, yeah, it has that sort of curse with it. Um, so silver on the back of it, yeah, no crucifix self-explanatory mm-hmm. uh, rosemary wood I believe was considered holy wood uh, holy as well I think that was the same wood that Christ was crucified on something like that and that's why it kills Dracula because in, you in know vampires and stuff specifically even though a wooden stake to the heart would kill anyone right apparently specifically vampires that's what it will kill of course because you know mm-hmm. why not why not but the legends, quote-unquote, of vampires dates back even before uh, Bram Stoker. And, like, there's many different cultures' versions of it. Like, mm-hmm. one of my favorites was, I believe, within the Philippines, was it? Mm-hmm. I think it was the Philippines or, like, another, around the uh, Asian continent. It might have been Japan. Yeah. Of a... Of a... Uh, head of a... Uh, head of a lady with, like, her organs outside like connected to her neck it's just a floating head with her organs going around and she would like uh obviously feast on people in the middle of the night there was also the australian New i've Zealand. heard of that one that's like uh, some sort of oni yeah yeah that's it japan yeah then there's the australian new zealand one the polynesian one with uh, like a monkey red monkey sort of thing with suction cups amongst its fingers that would suck the blood out of them that would suck the blood out of its victims using the suction cups and it would help it climb and such. Uh, there's the Greek version, I believe, which is like a harpy esque, which is a harpy esque but mainly targeted like women and children for the blood. Of course, because they can't handle yeah. big, strong guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's all Greek legend. That's all Greek legend. They can't handle the. can't handle macho Hercules and shit. <laughs> You know, you, back back in the day, you could just walk up to a lion, you know, strangle it, the whole thing. It's it's just normal. It's like the one guy who just strangled, quote-unquote, strangled a lion in the... Uh, mountain lion, the one guy? Yeah, yeah, who just strangled a mountain lion. And Bare the, hands. The lady, that the picture that I saw was the lady next to him. She was, oh, <laughs> oh she was checking him out because she... she I think was, she was the real cougar there. Yeah, she was. Dry laugh. Jesus Christ. Hey, man. I... You trying to put it in the <laughs> okay. Ow, that hurt. Okay. Uh, Where were we at? Oh, yeah. 
We're at. Ah, we were, we we just got off the topic from Wallachia. We went off. Ooh, real Dracula. quick. What? How how about we we switch gears real quick? One eighty into into werewolves. What do you know about those? Hmm. Not so much with the horror, what, like the origins of werewolves per se. Unfortunately, either that was just slipped my mind. Believe it had to do with like just the representation of like releasing the beast within. Obviously, like the more common forms of the origins would be along some Native Americans mm-hmm. or Native Americans, which. A lot of it had to involve with like transformation of like man beasts and stuff like that. The Wendigo. Wendigo, very popular. Yeah, Wendigo, which you have to, uh, which are literally personified human forms of cannibals. Yep. You just, you know what, my my boy Wendy, he likes eating people. Don't don't mess with them. Wendy the Wendigo. Bendy the Wendigo. Bendy the Wendigo. Yes. But um. Werewolves themselves, a lot of their weaknesses haven't really changed so much throughout the years, unlike uh, vampires. It's been more of a staple, stable subject, but a lot of it still change. Like, um, like I believe some of the more recent changes were like the werewolves can in fact change you know, whenever they want, or they change rather, at night whenever. Rather than the full moon at rather night. Than the full moon, yeah. Once a month. Yeah, like that once a month transformation, that sort of thing. That's more. That's more. Fun. Oh, it's probably more along the German folk tales, I believe. Right. Because you know. Werewolves. Yeah. Because. German. Sp- okay. <laughs> Let Let's talk about German culture for a second. Oh no. Yeah, we're getting into this boy. Hang on, the earth leader hosen boy. No, that was very very bad. I apologize for that. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Continue, yeah. Okay. German culture. German culture. I find it odd yet intriguing, even though we already know the reasoning behind this, how, if y'all didn't know already, you can drink beer at 16 but have to drive at 21. Yeah. And, like, the just sense of community, apparently. Like, the, uh... Was? (laughs) You start speaking German. uh, Oktoberfest, that's what it was. Oktoberfest, yeah. Sausage, beer... The community coming together—that's that's some good that's some good stuff, wholesome stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, German Germania, Germany wasn't even unified until well, fully unified until eighteen like the very late eighteen hundreds, eighteen seventy. Until recent, really recently. Yeah, so there wasn't any true form of German identification until after uh, the what was it the uh, Prussian Franco War of eighteen seventy. So much, Prussia, Prussia, uh, yeah, Franco War of 1870, where Prussia smashed through the defenses of France uh, with the help of the Bavarian warlords, Bavarian warlords and several uh, Rhineland uh, city-states as well, breaking through, solidifying their alliance, and actually taking Paris. Um, Paris has been taken, like, what, 20 times from France? Too many times, too many times. Let's be real here. I, I mean, the actual formation of France, probably, we have Vikings, we have, obviously, the Germans, we have the, what was it, uh, obviously, the Anglo-Saxons, Anglo-Saxons took it a few times, uh, pretty much, <laughs> everyone's had their piece of Paris, piece of Paris at one point, but, yeah, alrighty, um, well, John, it seems like we're, we're out of time this yeah, time. We are. <laughs> we're, we're not going 30 minutes like how it was the first episode, but luckily you had the uh, big thing. 
saw everyone that was scuffed stuff with an actual, you know, idea behind it this time. Mm -hmm. And with a lot less, you know, making a sailor blush. R regardless, have a good day, boys.